0: This is an AMI podcast.
1: This is an AMI podcast.
0: Hey guys, welcome along. It is episode number 11 of Double Tap for Thursday the 15th of September 2022. I'm here. Sean Priest is back. I can hear him. Hello. Oh, oh, there we go. Yeah. I'm so glad we rehearsed that. It's time for your <laughs> feedback.
2: You're listening to Double Time, your daily accessible technology show. Now here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean
0: Priest.
2: Yeah, Sean Priest, where have you been for the past uh, twenty four hours? Twenty four hours. <clears throat> well, I'm sorry, Stephen, but you know if you will do it in the middle of the night when I'm not available, then uh, you know that's it. Yeah, I'm not twenty four seven explain. party people.
0: Yeah, we should probably explain what happened. So, yeah. right, here's the yeah. deal, right? So we mm-hmm. had the Double Tap TV watch party. Uh, that was on Tuesday night, which was my Wednesday morning at roughly 1 a.m. my time. You're Crazy. welcome, audience. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and as a result, we recorded the episode for Double Tap daily, our podcast, our radio show, before we did that, late on the Tuesday night. Are you following this? Uh, no. So basically... You were in your bed sleeping and I was wide awake, fueled by coffee.
2: Yes, that's right. Yes. It was something ridiculous, uh, like nine PM or something. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah, who's up at nine PM? Come on. The... I'm not eighteen anymore. What's the matter with you? I was well asleep. Well the thing is you've got to get to bed early
0: because you got up so many times through the night, right? So obviously you've got to you've got to, I guess, just fill in given? well you've got you've it's got to you've just, got to, you know, personal. sleep maybe an extra two hours to make up <laughs> for all that time you spend. Wandering the streets of your house. Oh, getting
2: old is no joke. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? I don't have this uh, no, problem. you know what? I'm just on the weird sleeping pattern. I get up about I wake up about four in the morning and then uh yeah, fall asleep about eight. So um, yeah, basically I am a old age pensioner. I, I love know, it.
0: I think you're one of two people though, right? I think I I've I was mm. talking to someone yesterday who who's having exactly the same problem, but he's the opposite. So he really struggles to wake up in the morning and get up out of bed. He's always tired. Mm. But then at night, he's wide awake. And yeah. I'm kind of the opposite. I used to be like that as a kid. I was like that all the time. But nowadays, Ooh, I go annoying. to bed. Yeah, I get up, <laughs> you know, at a good time in the morning. I mean, you know, it depends, but usually around about seven o'clock. Um, kind of driven by the fact my wife's going up for work at that point. So that gets me up.
2: Maybe that's what it yeah. is. If she stays in bed, I'll stay in bed. Kind of thing. i tell her to be quieter when she gets up in the morning. Oh, my, I hope uh, she no, doesn't. Listen I, I to don't these. think that's I'm possible.
0: Safe. No, exactly. You, you, you will, that will, that comment will get back to you and you will regret that the next time you meet her. But yeah, it's, um but yeah, joys of all So anyway, the point is you're fine. People were worried about you. I didn't realise the strength no one... and depth of feeling. I thought the Queen was respected. I didn't
2: realise you were too. No one was worried about me whatsoever. Mr. F.
0: Think... Sent me a text.
2: <gasps> Did he? he? sent me Not a text. You, Mr. Message. F. And I know I how salute. much it takes
0: for Mr. F to send a text message. It takes yeah. a lot of effort, a lot of concentration. He's probably uh,
2: just, and he did just it. making sure I'm not pulling a sickie. That's all. You know what he's like. Well, you know, I won't tell you what the text said. But, yeah, you know, okay. in sure. the end, he just said, you know, I hope Sean as well. So, uh, That's good. Thank you, Mr. F. I am back. I am reporting for duty. Sorry, sir. Let's <laughs> carry on. We're going to go through your feedback today. That's we're dedicating the whole episode to your feedback because
0: we get so many of your emails and voicemails. And frankly, we just haven't had a chance to get through them all. So I thought let's get through as many as we can today. Uh, On the next episode, on tomorrow's episode, we are going to be talking to uh, Ashley Rolfe from Lenovo. He's going to be joining us to talk all about the uh, latest innovations from Lenovo. You might know I was talking about some of these with Mark a a couple of weekends back. And we were talking about all these new products because they've announced the the T1 glasses, they've announced the new uh, tablets, they've announced the new Chromebook from Lenovo, which I think is kind of why, and I was reflecting again on that story we were talking about the other day, about Google pulling away from the whole Pixelbook range and developing their own versions of, of Pixelbooks. I think it's because companies like Lenovo, like HP, um like Samsung, actually, have done great jobs in making really good, high-quality Chromebooks at low cost. So why would you need to be in that game? You know, and, yeah, I, and exactly. the same for sort of the PC market. I think eventually Microsoft will pull out of doing the, the whole Surface thing. I mean, I'll be honest, and I know the pandemic had, had a part to play in this, but you remember they closed all the stores. Remember, you used to have Microsoft stores. Yeah. And I thought that was the beginning of the end for the Surface range, to be honest, because I thought, well, look, if they're getting rid of the stores, they're getting rid of the experience, then, you know, OK, yeah, we'll sell it online. But really? I mean,
2: I, I don't know. You, you are right. I mean, it's not like there's uh, uh, because it's usually this is how it's showing other manufacturers how they envision Windows to be you know, a Windows laptop to be the best it can be. But there's so many great Windows laptops out there as well that it's it's kind of, well, why do you need this reference point anymore? But then again, they are popular still, right? You do have the the Surface Pro and the Surface Pro uh, book and and things like that. So they are still very popular in their own right. And, of Uh, course, they've sewn up the education market
0: well. I can't remember the name, but is it the Surface Laptop SE or the Surface Go LSE or something? It's yeah. special education designed and and focused device. Um, Yeah. Which is brilliant. And actually, the, the, so here's a little accessibility thing I didn't know about. They, they actually created a special skin for the keyboard that, you know, one of these silicon skins that you can overlay the keyboard. And it's it's exclusively for that device. And it makes the text large print, high contrast, whatever you need it to be. Um, which is kind of impressive. And I, when I interviewed, and, and of course, if you watched our uh, premiere episode, of uh, Double Tap TV this week. If you haven't, check it out on the AMI TV app. You can also get it on AMI.ca. And don't forget, we have our YouTube channel as well where you can catch up with all of our episodes, all of season fours up there, and the new episodes will join uh, them shortly. But you know, we talked with uh, Solomon Romney. We talked with Gabby Michelle from Microsoft. And one of the questions I asked that we didn't have time to put in the show because, frankly, there wasn't really an answer to this was where is the skins and the kind of um, almost like adaptive accessories like that for other surface products so you know i'm thinking about Mm. my uh, surface pro 8 that i've got here that microsoft sent me i'm like i could really do with something like that maybe some kind of tactile overlay i don't know something that could sit on the keyboard Uh, and for people who want to have you know high contrast uh, large prints yellow and black black on yellow text you know you can sometimes buy these things but i tend to find they're more they're made more from macbooks than they are anything else yeah and I guess no, it's no, partly that's right. because it's one design, right? It's not like they have to. I mean, you think about it if it was a Lenovo, if it was a Dell, if it was an HP, every single keyboard layout is slightly different in some way. So to create a silicon overlay that matches that would be difficult. Whereas in a MacBook, well, it's just one design. So, you
2: But know. well, yeah, but it would be cool for the whole Microsoft range, right? That yeah. for every different keyboard out there, you have a range of different skins, high contrast, or, or as you say, you know, the large font, large keycaps. Uh, that just fits over the keyboard. I mean, actually, that would be accessibility taken to another level, right? That would be really cool. And because these keyboards, especially in the Surface range, on the, the Surface um,
0: the Pro and on the Surface Go, they're detachable keyboards. So you could That's actually right. have specially designed, maybe they will, but they should maybe have specialist keyboards. Because, look, the idea that this is just for visually impaired people um, I know a lot of people. In fact, it's interesting. I was talking to someone this week who does not identify as a blind person or a low vision person or in any way considers herself to be visually impaired. But she clearly is. And, you know, that's someone who could benefit from a lot of this tech. I honestly. that's
2: a bit weird, isn't it?
0: Well, I know, I, I'll, I'll be honest, it was a bit <laughs> weird. It was because this person was basically telling me, you know, they could only read uh, like huge fonts, could can't legally drive you know, manages to get around without any cane or anything, but, you know, struggles to get around in the dark. And I'm thinking, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think you've been told, but I think you're blind. Was um, that an rp or by any chance? We've all been there. Mm, well, possibly, I don't know. Mm. Okay. But anyway, so so I, I mention all this because we're talking to Lenovo on tomorrow's episode, and we're going to have a really interesting conversation about that. The, we we talked to Ashley before the news that Google were abandoning the whole Chromebook, well, not the Chromebook, but the Pixelbook project. Yep. Uh, and they've moved the team into other uh, places. Someone, I think, is cleaning the toilet. Uh, someone else is, uh, you know, sorting out the stationery <laughs> cupboard. Uh, you know, <laughs> they've put them on other duties. for that. Yes. Held, held them up until working... to get on with it. I've been there. They, I know they,
2: that. They'll they, be working on the next cool thing that we don't even know about yet. They're always working on something, right? Yeah, just to cancel it. Well done, yeah, Google.
0: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> yeah so I'm looking forward to that conversation so yeah we've got that coming up and uh, yeah Mark's with me on the weekend as well I don't know what we'll be talking about I know I'll the good thing about you know the great thing about having Mark on the show is I get a day Mm. off it's great I just sit here
2: yeah, yeah. I mean you can just He just you know, goes. Press press the button and he's off. He's <laughs> off for the hour. It, it, you don't have to say anything. It's great. I love him for that.
0: Honestly, if I'm not having a great day, I want Mark on because he will just go. He's like <laughs> he's like one of those little wind up toys. You just put it on the desk and it goes jigga 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 ba, 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 jigga jigga. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's great. And he's like that when you're off air as well. In oh, real yeah. life. That's exactly what he's like. He's exhausting. I tell you, <laughs> he calls me up i swear to you
0: he calls me up and he literally has half the conversation done before the calls connected
2: oh yeah i know exactly or he's having two conversations at the same time he's amazing
0: (laughs) he's an absolute star he really is um and you know i will say you know i mean this in no sincerity thank god for (laughs) him i don't think any of us would be here Um, absolutely he's an absolute star but yes um so let's let's get to the feedback because there is a lot to talk about. Uh, now, we do have uh, quite a list to get through here. I'm going to try and get to as many as we can. I'm going to kick off with an email. And uh, actually, this follows on, if you remember, our conversation we had earlier in the week. And we had an email from Callum who got in touch with us to ask about issues he was having traveling around the uh, local bus station. I think he, in Bolton, I think oh, he lives in England. that's right. Yeah. And he was talking about the challenges he was having getting around this because the bus drops him off at different places all the time so he can't set a route very easily. GPS isn't great because it's indoor, so how does he solve that? And I talked about the Clue app as a possible solution to this. Uh, Well, you've been in touch, and you've been having your say. Gordon from Livingston, the UK, has uh, been in touch uh, because he's one person who I do know uses the Clue app. I'll be intrigued to hear what he's got to say. Here's uh, Laura reading out our emails for us today.
1: Hi, guys. In response to Callum's problems navigating a bus station... I don't think clue is the answer, as unless it has changed significantly since I last used it, you need to locate a specific starting point for each route. I agree that error is a solution, providing there is internet coverage, but if Callum is worried about the five-minute limit, then Be My Eyes might be a good alternative, again provided there is internet coverage. I do hope he can find a workable solution, as his journey sounds really difficult. Cheers, Gordon from Livingston, Scotland. Yeah, it,
0: is. it really is a difficult route by the sense of it. I mean, it's, it's not like a simple route at all. I mean, it sounds like he, every single time he gets there, there is another way he has to learn to go. And you know, it's funny because for most people who would be listening to this, who's, who are sighted, they might think, well, hang on, it's just, you know, it, it, it's just a bus station, right? Find a wall, find a... But you and I know being placed in even a, a metre away from where you're supposed to be can be the most challenging thing because it can throw you completely. If you're turned in the wrong direction and you start walking up a one road that you think you're walking up the right way, but then you realise you're walking the wrong way, you've maybe missed a turn, that's it, you're lost.
2: It can be yeah, as simple absolutely. as that. Even yeah. within a very short, even within a very limited space. A couple of feet can feel like two miles, right? When you don't know exactly where you are. And if you're dropped off at different points in this huge bus station each time, then absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I suppose... Yeah, how do you find that anchor point? Because he's absolutely Gordon's absolutely right about clue. As as I mentioned at the time, I think you do need that that anchor point, that landmark to start. Uh also to finish, I think as well. So that's gotta be a consistent place. And that is the whole problem, the consistency here. I, I honestly don't know what the answer was. And of course, being the the, the internet connection inside such a building as well is another issue. And mm. uh it's a tricky one. I've got to be honest. This is where your O and M skills really come into their own. This is where, you know, you've got to, th- the tech isn't as useful as it usually is. And you've got to rely on your stick and your navigation, your mobility skills.
0: I'm leaving that there because I, I witnessed your OM skills at, at the weekend and I'm not going to say any more than that.
2: How dare you? I, I, I was absolutely excellent in that hotel. I didn't get lost once well define lost and once because because being perpetually lost is that does that count i don't know how people do it i have no idea i just set off and i walk straight into a wall and then i just turn i'm like one of those robots with those cars hits something turns around and just carries the other way so like watching the those, sims it's like a blind sim simulator <laughs> Those cleaners nearly weed themselves the amount of times I walked into that sign of theirs and then their car and then then them. Oh, they they,
0: were, they yes. were cleaners, by the way. They were guests.
2: Just were so they? You know, yeah. Well, what did they do with that? Why would they have a sign with them? They what have was a the sign. There was say? a
0: sign there, which I guess said something like this way to breakfast, which you kept uh, knocking over.
2: Well, I was going that way.
0: Honestly, <laughs> it felt like I was in the middle of a Mel Brooks film. It was really just so ridiculous. <laughs>
2: And that's the point, right? I've never had O and M training ever. I've never had it. I just Can I give you a tip? This is actually from
0: my wife sends love and she says, please, (laughs) Sean, shoreline.
2: Shoreline is the answer to everything, right? So find a wall and just follow it. I know shoreline. Look, that's how I find the butty shop every morning, right? Shorelining. It's great. I thought you should notice. When you (laughs) Yeah, well that as well. (laughs) When you're walking down the hotel corridor and I'm shorelining, banging on every. Hotel room oh, door as I go down. All right, fair enough. Okay. You're blind. Get over it. All right, sorry. It's the <laughs> guests that come out and say, what are you banging on my door for? Because I'm blind. I don't, is uh, this my room? And then move on to the next one. Can I say, no braille um, or tactile numbers on the doors as well. Anywhere I in mean, that hotel. In that hotel. I'm a, I'm a that, hotel is, come on.
0: that hotel is that like two or 300 years old and it uh, clearly has never been mm. updated since then. My room smelled yes. like it hadn't been cleaned since the early oh, 1800s. Yes. I mean, it was, there was an issue. awful. Yeah. Yes. You just avoid the hotel. I ordered
2: room service. While we're on complaints here, I ordered room service, right? <laughs> and they brought, I ordered a Coke and a pot of tea and they brought me a, a Coke cup. And then they said the tea bags and kettles in the cupboard, like make your own. I don't want to make my own. That's can why I room Can you imagine Americans
0: service. or Canadians, but can you imagine Mark putting up with that? Can you, That's you imagine? A disgrace.
2: Luckily, I, could, I would imagine that hotel
0: being Coke. shut down. If Wendy or if Mark or his wife uh, were to get in there, I I tell you, it would be uh, yeah, you wouldn't have any of that. Make your
2: own unbelievable. Sorry. Okay.
0: Uh, Anyway, yes, uh, this next email kind of ties into what we've just talked about and a bit more on Callum's issues. Uh, This is from Camille, who's written in.
1: During Thursday's episode, an email was read from a certain Callum. He was asking for advice about (laughs) navigating inside bus stations in his hometown in England. I'm pretty sure this is one of the co-hosts of the RNIB Tech Talk weekly show. This is the show Stephen was fired from back then. LOL. What? Anyways, I consider this Callum an expert in AT technologies and he is asking Stephen and Sean for advice. Pretty impressive. Good jobs, guys, but I wish Mark was there more often to keep these two in line. LOL.
0: Oh. Okay. Um, Thanks, I don't know what to make of that. I think he's right. (laughs) <laughs> He's probably right, actually. Um, <sighs> was I fired from Ted? Techn- Do you know? I don't know. It was so long ago. Who knows? If, was, if there's a no way say of saying you were, it makes I it more exciting. Yeah. It makes it sound like there's more mystique. But then, in saying that, if I mm-hmm. say I was fired, then it kind of puts the mystique to bed, right? If I say I wasn't fired, it keeps the conspiracy alive. Oh, moon good, landings oh, you, faked. You know. Yes. Early retirement. Or Shergar, Lindbergh, baby, Stevens, contact, yep. Stevens, talk. firing. <laughs>
2: I keep mentioning okay. this,
0: Lindbergh, baby. I must actually read up that story one day because I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about.
2: No, nor me, but it doesn't sound good. Carry on. <laughs> let's, let's move to the next email.
0: Okay, so let's get another one in. again on the subject of GPS and uh, Callum's issues. This comes from Negative Julian, friend of the show.
1: Hello, chaps. Following on from my previous comments about GPS and your various recent conversations around the subject, I have a question. I doubt if you have the answer, but perhaps one of your many highly intelligent listeners will. I have a Motorola G30 phone. Hardly cutting edge top tech, but an internet search tells me that it has the following. GPS, AGPS, GLONASS, GALILEO, LPP, SUPL. Now, I know that GPS, GLONASS and GALILEO are all GPS systems. My question is just because my phone has the ability to use all these systems, Does that mean that it actually does? Are there national licensing agreements, and so on, that mean that I only actually have access to one or two? If the phone can connect to more than one system, how does it decide which to use? Numerous internet searches have failed to provide an answer, and I am curious. On the subject of internet searches, if you want to melt your brain, try entering Wikipedia GPS signals, then tell your browser to read it to you. Warning. Lie down in a safe place before starting. You may lapse into a coma. I did this, and after reviving and wiping away the drool, did manage to retain the following information Read the L5 GPS standard. The current status of the L5 signal as of June 26th, 2022, pre-operational signal with message set unhealthy until sufficient monitoring capability established. Oof. Although not explicitly stated. It reads as if full operation will not be achieved until 2027. By then, your new watch will surely have long since gone to the recycling (laughs) centre. By the way, some advantages are mentioned for L5. In particular, a more robust signal, but there is no mention of greater accuracy. If you think I've got that wrong, melt your own brain. Mine hurts. Regards, (laughs) Negative Julian.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Negative Julian.
0: I do love his uh, emails. Amazing,
2: in. as ever. So yeah. that's referring to the fact that the Ultra, was it, the Apple Watch Ultra has the L5 Which has pre Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. When's <laughs> it turning up?
0: Well, so it's really weird, right? Because they, they've taken the money for the iPhone 14. So that's due, I guess, to show up tomorrow, the 14 Pro. Oh. Um, they sent me the case for the iPhone 14 Pro. It's arrived. So I'm being teased right. now by Apple. Yeah. Uh, and the Apple Watch Ultra is not till next week. I don't know why. The striptease. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> cool. Isn't it the opposite of striptease? Because they've sent me the jacket first. Saying, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, going back to the GPS, though, that is a really good question. Because um, I, I, I didn't know the other GPS systems were actually... Online, operational right now. I thought it was just the one. So all those other ones that you mentioned there, Negative Julian, and to be honest, I didn't know of any of them apart from the Galileo one. Galileo, I, I, Galileo. Uh, Vigoro something. So uh, I thought it would just... Yeah, for example, when Galileo comes online, that's a European-based uh, GPS system. So is it based on location? So if you're in Europe anywhere, then it would switch to the Galileo GPS system. And if you're in you know, America or anywhere else, it would uh, switch to the standard GPS that we're using today. Honestly, I don't know. It's a really good question, and maybe one of our intelligent listeners out there. Does know. Let us yeah. Know. I, I must
0: admit, I don't have a clue about any of this stuff. And um, I, I kind of, you know, that way that they, they say L1 to L5 and they kind of just expect you to know. And then you got these commentators online who don't have a clue either. And they're all going, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. L1 to L5. Yeah. 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 And you're like, yeah, you don't have a clue what that is either. That's us. All right. Yeah. Okay. I Fair don't enough. have a clue. I admit it. I admit I know nothing.
2: Yes. I, I think it's an auto switching thing. I don't think. Uh... <laughs> Uh, hey, let's 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 find out. I yeah. don't
0: know. Okay, uh, let's get another email. This comes from our good friend in Pennsylvania. Uh, I do love that when Laura sent me this uh, recording of her voice reading this email. Uh, we call him Greg in Pennsylvania. She now calls him Pennsylvania Greg, and I prefer that. It makes me think of Punxsutawney Phil uh, from the Groundhog Day movie. So you know, I think Pennsylvania <laughs> Greg <laughs> is the new name I want to call you. It's sticking. Okay, I, that's it. It's Pennsylvania Greg. <laughs>
1: Hello, Here's I have a potential approach for Callum in the Bolton bus station. Strategically placed NaviLens codes along with the NaviLens app. This does require mm. some cooperation from the bus station people, but if properly implemented, the phone cameras should pick them up quickly and let you know where you are in relation to where you want to go. NaviLens does work well. Sadly, it has not been widely implemented by transit authorities. I've placed a few of them in shop and restaurant windows, with permission of the owners, of course, around my town, and it works great for locating exact spots from a fair distance. I hope this is a helpful idea. Greg, in Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, I think it is a helpful idea, actually. NaviLens is good. I mean, I would say that is a much better idea than one of our friends, uh, Robin, of course, who's been on the show here, Uh, Robin Christofferson, of course, uh, who suggested an air tag just being, I guess, stuck somewhere in the bus station. I mean, you think that's a good idea? I'm not yeah, entirely convinced. No, it's not. Yes. That's a, yeah, No a, more nails. A, gorilla
2: um, glue. Yeah, Stick a a b- it on somewhere. Beeping
0: beacon in the middle of a bus. <laughs> yeah. Has anybody ever watched an American movie at any point in their lives? I mean, do you know what's going to happen to that bus station?
2: It's going to be blown to smithereens. <sighs> this is the UK. anti-terror we don't, police. Oh, yeah, it's fine. No, but actually, Greg, that's a really... <laughs> sorry, Pennsylvanian, Greg. That's yep. a really... Good idea. I would love a demo, Greg. If you, uh, you know, if you fancy, it, I would love a demo of you using um, that system because I haven't really got to grips with it yet. And how far away does it see these codes? And, well,
0: much uh, these... further than I know. Much further than than QR for sure. I mean, it's much really? better than QR. Yeah, I think it's because it's colourful. As la- you can print them as large or as small as you want. Uh, I saw that. Um, is it Procter Gamble, I think? Um, I don't know all the different brands that they produce, but I know Procter Gamble in the UK yes, have started, and I hope this is going to roll out across the world, on their products now. They're going to actually have these NaviLens codes. So you just hold up the phone to the product, and it will read all the information that you want. And they yeah. can put so much more rich information into it. So it's not, yes. it's not
1: just a link it's not to something. You just somewhere. a link.
0: You know, it's actually giving you accurate information. We, we should we should do a demo and show more about the NaviLens um App on the on the show because we've actually, I actually know the very person I can speak to, someone who uses it and talks about it quite a lot. We'll get them on the show, right?
2: That would be really good. I'm really interested because I think so far that is the best solution. It's great um, for because I'm everyone. sure they they wouldn't mind. uh You know, the, the the staff at the bus station wouldn't mind. It's not like it's you know,
0: it's it not doesn't a even have to job, be That big. It? I mean, if you're talking about a store, it could be very small on the window as a sticker. Yeah, and yeah. you know, and actually, you know, the thing about it is again, it goes back to this point I keep making that it's, it, this is good for everybody, right? I mean, if you can say, well, look, okay, you can get the menu, you can get the information, it's a restaurant, you go and you get the menu that way, maybe you get um, opening times information. That's not a bad thing you no, know, for anybody it. to
2: use. You know what? Just put each one on one of the stands there, or whatever they call it, stanchions, I don't know, for each, you know, where the bus actually stops. Stanchions. So you know where you are? I don't know, what do you call it? I don't Stances. use public transport. Oh that must be the Scottish. in uh, in the rest of the uh UK it's stanchions <laughs> I've never heard that uh, word in my life it sounds like something out the wild west I'm I off don't to the stanchion know What it is All right the bus stop is what i saying. the stand up outside it if you stuck one on each one of those saying which number it was, you know, like you know, stanchion number six, oh, I'm using that. the word stanchion, then it would be so, so much easier. I, I think that's a really good idea. I think that's the best one. Well done, Pennsylvanian Greg. I think that's really cool.
0: Well done, Pennsylvania and well Greg. There we go. Thanks, yep. Tony Phil. Well done. Uh, right, look, stick around. For more to come. We've got more feedback on the way. Listen daily from noon Eastern on
2: AMI-audio or search for Double Tap in your favourite app. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show.
0: Hey, Sean, you know, I was uh, on Twitter earlier today and you know me, I love Twitter because uh,
2: I just love how it makes me feel. How does it make you feel, Stephen? Angry
0: on a fairly regular (laughs) basis.
2: But... (laughs) And you like that, do you?
0: Well, I'm getting used to it Um, But (sighs) no, here's the thing So I I was on there today And I saw someone had written And I kind of like these things every so often Someone had put up Ruin a movie, a favourite movie By removing the first letter from the title Okay? So people start instantly coming up with these things And I, I just think this is when, you know I get heartened by the world Because comedy is everywhere And um, everyone's always finding a way to to make something funny. So, yeah, remove the first letter of a movie to ruin it. Uh, The first one up was Lice in Wonderland, I thought was brilliant.
2: All right. Yeah, very good. Peed all right okay as yes. in speed. speed yes okay um what was Gross. the
0: other one there was a few there was oh, there was another one i'll come back to me but there were so many that were coming through oz was another one which kind of felt a bit weird you take the j away um but Oz. <laughs> yes <Okay. laughs> just ruin it just completely ruins the movie so hey have a think about that one and if you can find the the thread online we'll maybe even try and retweet it here um on my twitter feed at blind guy tech you can follow me for lots of nonsense and talk uh, and usually nonsense. questions like, "How does yeah. this thing work?" and you know, "Is this out yes. yet?" and "Can I download it?" and no, you, you know, can I? I haven't been yes. fired, and things like that. <laughs> the tribunal is upcoming. Yes, exactly. Right. That's yes. Right. <laughs> so, okay, one of those special grand juries in the states. It's all behind closed doors. No one knows anything about it. It's fine. You can
2: follow me, by the way, at the blurred nerd. He I posts don't tweet. nothing. Or do anything, but if you want to, you can. Actually, you're the best Twitter account to follow because we won't bother. You won't bother anyone. No, exactly. Oh no, I'm just there occasionally tweet out uh, or retweet something. That's it. Yeah. I can't get into it. If it was audio, you know, no. I would be into it. I know you can post audio tweets. It is an you audio. You yeah? No, no, no. You it can't it rep- reads
0: it out to you on your phone. No, That's no, audio. no.
2: It's not the same. No, no. It's not getting my beautiful timbre out there. You know, I, I like. I like. Yeah, well, could reply to tweets just by a voice message, it would be great. I'm not typing things out. What do you think I am? I'm not a secretary. Hey, we Thank
0: know what's you. fantastic about this. Um, you talk about the fact that you can't get your voice out there. Too far. And then your microphone breaks. And now I'm hearing you through, I guess, a camera somewhere. That is hilarious. Um, so while you sort that out, <laughs> that's brilliant. So you go and figure I, 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 that. i lost you. Uh, yeah, he's he's gone. He doesn't realise that he's gone. This is brilliant. Uh, look, what we're going to do is we'll let Sean sort it out over his end whilst we listen to Darren's message. He's got in touch with us uh, to share his thoughts on uh, the Blind Shell Classic interview. Hi,
3: this is Darren from Bexley um, for Double Tap. You mentioned about the interview you were having with Blind Shell regarding the Blind Shell Classic too. If you haven't already had the interview or done the interview, could you my wish would be the Blind Shell Classic Two to have an app whereby you could watch or listen to live TV so they could have a Blind Shell TV app and also an app where you could get news feeds from various sources like BBC News and other sources, Bloomberg and anything else that they can get hold of for free of course like Synaptic does for the TV and the news and also if we could have more book library apps for Britain for English i.e. Project Gutenberg and even possibly access to r and Talking Books whereby you could literally download a book from the R&RB service or anything else um, to the Blind Shell that would be good and uh Maybe one or two more OCR apps. I know they've got Google Lookout, but uh, it'll be nice to have one or two more. I think there might be one or two more coming, so that'll be interesting to see. Also, for the Blind Shell, it'll be good if they could have a captic time telling app, kind of like the Zeitgeist 2 or the yeah. uh, Apple Watch, whereby it could give you the time via vibrations rather than having speech. Uh, so you could have, you could feel the time through vibration in your pocket or something discreetly. That would be a good feature to have for The Blind Show. This is Darren saying bye for now, and thank you. Bye.
0: Thank you, Darren. Really appreciate your comments. And, you know, it is great to hear what you have to say. Um, and I really you know, encourage people to get in touch and share their questions when we do talk about interviews that are upcoming. Uh, I haven't done that interview yet, Darren. You'll be pleased to hear. Uh, we haven't done it yet. We've instead... Um, actually, I think I'm due to do it today. Actually, um, we're going to be doing it for an upcoming oh. Double Tap TV. Oh, there he is. Hello,
2: hello. Sorry, I don't know what happened. Then my computer died for a second. I'm back.
0: Okay, so now you sound like you are uh, screaming at me. Uh, what have I done? I am to... screaming. Yeah, you're absolutely. The, the audio uh, is uh, yelling in my ear. You're killing our back. audience.
2: I'll be back in a second. Bear They're with
0: turning me. Toning you down because I can't. That is. <laughs> <laughs> oh the joys of life, hey, eh? the joys of life. Yeah, well, he's there somewhere. I think we should just leave him on. I did wonder what that horrible hissing noise was. Did you notice that listener? Yeah, I noticed I it as well. Dare you. Yeah, that's Sean. Um <laughs> hissing in the background. Anyway, yes, yeah, so I am interviewing Barry Asman from uh, Blind Show today, and I will be putting those questions to him down. So thank you so much. For uh, sending those in. And if you would like to send in a message, like I say, you can contact us, 1877 803 4567. That is our number, 1877 803 4567. You know, it does point to the fact, and while Sean sorts out his audio, um, you know, it does really point to the fact that we do love our products, especially the specialist ones, right? Because we kind of feel a, a closeness. And I'm going to bring this up with Barry later, but. We really do feel a closeness with these products. And there's a real desire to make them work for us, to get them to work for us, to suit us, to you know, to, to do things that we want them to do. And we almost feel like we should contribute to that. And I think that's where Darren's questions are brilliant because he wants to contribute to this. He wants to make the product better for him, but for everyone else as well. And I think that says a lot about the products. And there's a sense that we can get closer to these companies and we can get these changes made because... The technology allows for that, right? The, the 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 connection to the companies allows for that. The The fact they will listen to us because we are their customer base. So I think that's brilliant. How are you getting on there, Sean? Are you uh, all right?
2: I don't know. Is it any better?
0: No, you sound terrible.
2: Thank you. you. Absolutely
0: okay. terrible. It sounds like, do you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like you're, I noticed this with you. I, I, you know, I, I know we get into the weeds here on this show. We talk about oh. all the technical stuff, but I, I think your mixing desk is finished. That's my truth. That's my belief here.
2: Uh, uh, No, it's my favourite. I can't
0: speak. It sounds terrible, apparently. It does. You're you're absolutely screaming. Just just unplug everything.
2: Just unplug the whole thing.
0: Turn the whole thing off and come back.
2: Back in a second. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Honestly, this is what I'm dealing with here. So it's just you and me. Um, yeah, Sean will be back shortly. We'll figure out what's going on with him and uh, we'll come back. But yeah, let's get more of your questions, more of your comments as well, because lots of you have been getting in touch. We got an email in from Felix on our listener line. Once again, that number, 1877-803-4567. Here's what Felix had to say to us.
4: Hello, Double peppers, or maybe it's just easier to say Stephen and Sean. Um a few things from me really. Loving the new format. Um however it now brings my total podcasts that I now listen to to ten. Um so <laughs> but that that's fine. I'm managing it. It's a, what I like to call a choreographed audio dance. But there we are. Everything, probably not. But anyway. Um so a few things from me. Uh, uh, a few weeks ago I Sean and Mark no, well, no, that's not right. Stephen and and uh, and Mark were talking about uh, telling up late for radio shows, and I had a bit of a quick story. Um, I was, uh, I was, well, I am working for an online radio station, and a few years ago they had a a charity event, and uh, um, we did this uh, this show. You know, everyone was thinking about raising money, and uh, basically, uh, the person who was on before me, from uh, what didn't announce me. Um, and just carried on and, um, they finished, went back to automation, because most of us do our stuff from home. And then, um, what happened was, um, there was no one on. Um, and then I, I, cause I listened to the station most of the time, uh, even now I, I, I listened to it most of the time and, uh, they, uh, I, 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 called, I messaged into the station and said, Oh, um, there's no one on there. Who, who's going to be on right now? Um, and I got a nice message from management to simply saying, it's you. Oh, okay. So quick uh, run to the bedroom, turn the, the computer on and, and the mixes and all that stuff, and get on there. 15 minutes late, but I'm to save it. Um, now you can imagine what it would have been like if I had to travel into work. That would have been an interesting situation. Mm-hmm. But there we are. Um, yeah, but there we go. I, I wasn't fired in the end. Um, so uh, I had a few a question that that was okay. Um, Question for both of you. Do you guys keep all your audio material? Um, Because I do that. So like I do like some radio shows and um, I've kept everything. So all the shows across all the stations I've done, podcasts I've kept everything and I like to listen back to it. Is that something you guys do? And do you guys keep everything? Because I like to say that I'm, I'm kind of an audio holder of all that material. Um organized, I must say. But I you know I like to keep all the, all the stuff I do, whether it be podcasts, uh promotional material, adverts, and so on. do you guys do the same? Is my question. And um my next question would also be, um with this new format for double tap, um are you guys looking at a branching out for uh visually impaired People around the world and what they do and what they use, Um, you know, because it'll be interesting to see what kind of companies are doing stuff in different countries. You know, I know like South Korea are quite good at uh, or you know have a a a large technical thing over there. Uh, It'll be interesting to know that, and also parts of Africa as well, because I've done, you know, I've looked for stuff regarding places in East Africa like Uganda, for example, and I haven't been able to find anything that's going on over there for the visually impaired. So if you guys, you know, are looking at stuff like that, that would be great for the wider audience to, to know about. Uh, or or are you guys mainly staying within the UK and US? Um just a question I had. But love what you guys do. I uh, love the podcast. And um yeah, well, I guess I'll speak in soon. This has been Felix and enjoy uh, enjoying the show. Thanks guys.
0: Oh, thank you, Felix. What a fantastic Message to get. I think Sean's back with us now. Are you there,
2: Sean? Hello, Stephen Scott. Oh, How are you? Oh, there
0: he is. There he sounds. Back to his ah. old self. Are you all right over there? Are you having a Did day, of know, it?
2: That was so weird. Everything just glitched and uh, it set my recording volume to a thousand percent. Excellent.
0: Um, yeah, I noticed. Yeah, I noticed nice. that
2: my, my ears will come back. I'm now hearing Good. impaired as well as visually impaired. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. So I've just come back in. I like the term audio hoarding, though. That's uh, I've got good. to
0: say. I, I think I'm in that bracket. I, I have a. Can I just tell you, Felix? I've got a 32 terabyte hard drive, and it's almost full. So what does that tell you about my hoarding? If this was if, if my hard drive was a house, I'd need to buy another one to put stuff in. Because that's where I'm at with hoarding it. Yeah, I'm a bit like that, I have to say.
2: And we keep it all as WAV format, right? Well, I mean, we could, we should really go through, run a batch over it, change it all to FLAC. It'll be a third of the size. But no, we like it in WAV because it's, you know, the best. Um, yeah, yeah we, we do do that. I did notice I got an email from Dropbox saying, congratulations, you're up to 12 terabytes or something. <laughs> yeah, still not enough. No, keep it going. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep coming. Uh yeah, uh, there
0: were so many questions you asked in there, Felix. Uh, are, are we gonna focus on um are we gonna focus on international? Yes, we are. I mean, that was kind of uh the, the idea for this new series of or of, of episode and especially with the daily show. I think it gives us a chance to really delve into some interesting what that's going on. You know, Israel's a place at the minute where a lot a hotbed of hotbed of really interesting technology companies coming to life for visually impaired people, for blind people. One, of course, most notably is OrCam. Um, And, you know, a lot of people interested in what's going on there. You mentioned South Korea, of course, again. And this is the thing with the way technology is. It is everywhere, right? It's not exclusive to Canada. It's not exclusive to the US or the UK. There are technology developers all around the world. And if we can shine a light on them, not literally, because, you know, some people are light sensitive and that wouldn't be nice, um, well done. But if we can uh, shine a <laughs> turned off spotlight on them, um, then we
2: will. Yeah, but we do. I, I, think, I think we do, Felix. Uh, um, yeah, whatever the product is, no matter where it comes from, we will follow it down. I mean, the... Um, the the dot blind pad. shell is a good example. Dot pad, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Wasn't that Korean? is is the dot pack Korean? Yes, that's right. I can't remember. But it doesn't really matter where it's coming from. It it matters what the device is, what the service is. And we will follow it. And of course, we were pointed a lot as well by you, our lovely listeners. So uh, yeah, it doesn't matter where it's from. We Listen, this is a a show for
0: the world. It's a show for the world. Let's get Rob doing that one. Um, But it is. We're taking over (laughs) the world with this show because there's so much to talk about. And you are a huge part of it. Not you priest but you know me Um, thank you no not you and uh yeah you're a huge part of it and you know you getting in touch and sharing your stories with us helps us direct the 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 conversation uh so that's what it's all about you know so get involved you hear a story you hear something going on you hear about an app or you're trying an app or you're using it you don't need to send in a demo if you're not comfortable with doing that that's fine just tell us what it is and we'll get sean to do the demo simple
2: beautiful yes thank you uh i've got some breaking news (laughs) Breaking Breaking news! Breaking news! Like that one, it makes me jump every time. That—that
0: is exactly what you did to me about ten minutes ago when you (laughs) yelled in my ear a thousand percent. Uh, I just got a notification on my iPhone. My iPhone 14 Pro, 512 gig deep purple. They'll get sued for that.
2: It has been dispatched. (gasps) Dispatched. dispatched. What does that mean?
1: Does that mean is it like
2: a? Oh, tomorrow. Oh,
0: same 16. day delivery man
1: yeah, no no. no yeah. come on
0: listen <laughs> they'll have it it wouldn't surprise me if it turned up today but there was I, there was an occasion I remember when I was getting a because sometimes you can do the thing where you get it from the carrier you know you maybe buy it on a contract or whatever oh yeah of course the official launch isn't until tomorrow is it that's right and I'd one day ah. it was a couple of years back I'd bought a new iPhone and I'd gone into the store the actual carrier's store and I said uh, I'm here to pick up my phone well actually it was a day early I knew it was the next day but I was in town oh. anyway, and I thought I'll just pop in. And they said, We, actually, we can't give it to you because it's not officially out till tomorrow. I said, But hang on, it's here. Yes. Did you cry?
1: I was, I was actually annoyed. I'm
0: so, I tried everything. I'm like, But you know, I can't get back into town tomorrow I and can't I to spent all my money. Help me. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> and they didn't let you have it. And they didn't let me have it. Unbelievable. But terrible, terrible
0: people. Terrible people. I still obviously yeah. want, love it and want more of it, and you know.
2: I was looking at the iPhone 40. You know, wow. Really? I mean, nothing. Yeah,
0: you're not, you know what you're doing? You're buying a new mixing desk. That mixing desk is shocking.
2: Right, that's it. I'm going on Amazon no, you're right fine. now. You're,
0: you're fu- it's fine just now, but it is terrible. Yeah. I'm just telling you. It's fine right well, now. How am I
2: meant to know when it's terrible, when it's fine?
0: When I'm telling you it's terrible.
2: Right, thank you. Because you can't Carry hear on. it. I
0: can hear it. I'm hearing that your, your left side of your channel is fading. Your left side, yes. Oh, I wish it was. Um, No, my my, and if my left and right side could both start going in a bit, that would be nice. Um, But no, uh, you're phasing all over the place. You're phasing like
2: a phaser. All right, sorry. There's issues in Manchester today. I can only apologise. Carry on. Yeah, that mixing desk is covered in drinks and chicken. All right, calm down. Just move on. Unbelievable. Making me feel shame for my mixer. Quite right. Okay, let's get another voicemail.
5: Hello, Stephen. Hello, Sean. This is Greg from Phoenix, and I'm honored to be calling you on what you've dubbed the Greg line. (laughs) Um, I am calling you at about 3.30 in the morning Phoenix time because I couldn't sleep, and Hmm. I thought I'd listen to the uh, podcast. How dare you. And I just found it kind of funny that when I was listening to this. Uh, the things that you were talking about was the times that you couldn't sleep and woke up, and Eleanor called in and was talking about um, similar things. So I thought that was kind of funny. Hey, the reason I'm really calling is I'm really interested in the envision glasses and the other glasses that you were looking at, Stephen. And one of the things I keep wondering. Uh, I know the Envision glasses, for instance, are based on or using Google Glass, but I have no idea what that looks like or feels like. heard all about the features that it's got, and I thought that was a wonderful description. But I was wondering if somebody could tell us what they feel like, what they look like. Uh, are they sunglasses are they clear uh glass glasses I just I just don't know uh what these are and also what's going on with the other pair of glasses the ones that were wired to the Android that you got Steven is are those working well and are they going to be getting Ira anytime soon Anyway, way I think I'll try and go back to sleep now but uh, thanks for another entertaining podcast and we'll talk to you guys
0: soon. Bye. Well, we do our best and we can even help you get to sleep at night. <laughs> how helpful are we? <laughs> um, okay, so I'm intrigued by this one, Sean, because you uh, I gave you the ARX Vision headset to have a play with, along with the Google phone. Uh, and I- I'm intrigued to know how you're getting on, but I'm also conscious we're going to be talking about it on an upcoming Double Tap TV. So I don't want to give too much away, but- Maybe you want to give us a a potted opinion?
2: Is that that a phrase? Uh, I'm going to be diplomatic and delicate. Um, I don't think they're quite ready yet.
0: You don't think they're ready for prime time?
2: No, absolutely not. I do not. Now, uh, when Ira becomes available on them, maybe that will change the whole sort of purpose of them. But right now... Seeing AI on your phone or lookout on your phone, uh, to be honest, works much better. Um, and I'm, mm. I'm sad to say that. But okay. hey, this is still early days; it's still in development. So I'm not going to write the thing off. I've just, you know, I'm... other than face detection, which I quite like, um, the, the other features aren't aren't working as, as I would expect. But hey, early days; that could be tweaked in software. So, uh, yeah, still going to give it some time, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, fine. As for the
0: Envision glasses, though, no, you have tried them on, and I've seen them because my wife's now got them.
2: And, um, Mm. yeah. Mm. You you, know what? (laughs) I wouldn't describe them as glasses, firstly. I don't think they are glasses. I think you're jealous, aren't you? You're jealous she's got them. No, no, no. Right, okay, Greg, hello, mate. So, let me describe them. They are like, let's just just say wireframe glasses firstly just think of them like that but on the the right arm not leg we've we've that's been proven now the right arm of the glasses leg is actually uh, like like um like the Bose <laughs> Frames glass arms actually that they, they, they are uh, plastic and quite <laughs> I big love and they the, got I love the th- acrobatics you're trying to go through
0: not to say the word leg it's just hilarious
2: it's not leg it's arm everyone knows it's arm right look what I'm saying is imagine an old a fashion pair of wireframe glasses, but the right arm is like this black high-tech touch-sensitive bit on it. It's really strange. And when I tried them on, they had no lens in them at all, so it was just going, th- you know, a- above or uh, over my eyebrows. So I wouldn't even describe them as glasses, to be honest. It- it's strange.
0: It's just a, a literally a wearable. I mean, you can get them with glasses or with the lenses in them, and I think you, you can, can choose if you want. I guess you'd have to send them away to get them, you know, fitted up with lenses that you might need, you know, especially if it was prescription lenses, right? But um, so you could have them as sunglasses, you could have them as prescription, you could have them really any way you want. But they do come in two flavors; they come without any lenses, that means no glass in them. Uh, What they do have, though, and this is the bit that I find kind of um interesting, and I don't, it's no, not really any use to us, sadly, but there is a, a tiny little screen that sits just, you probably wouldn't have noticed this, Sean, but on the glass itself, or on the, the frame itself, there's a tiny, tiny piece of glass that just sort of protrudes from the top. And that is where uh, there's a display that will actually show you incoming call information, I guess, other information, the time, all that kind of stuff, it's all there. So, you know, it's, it's an interesting I piece didn't of case. I any of that, no. But you can start, and of course, with <laughs> Envision, uh, that's not something it uses. It doesn't use any of that, so you can actually turn that little screen off, which is good because it, otherwise it might become a distraction to you. You just see this light constantly, um, so you can, you can turn it off, which is good news. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a nice design. It's a bit of a weird design, though. You're right. I mean, having everything on the right hand side, I think it'd be kind of cool if that was like an optional feature. You could have, say, all that on the left side. You know, that would be good
2: as opposed to the right. I was thinking that. Yeah, is that a is there an option for a, a left-handed version
0: not yet no it's kind of weird isn't yeah. it they wouldn't have thought that you know that's that yeah. seems the most obvious thing they would have done uh listen i've just realized yeah. we're out of time so we must go but uh listen thank you yeah. again for coming on sean it was so nice to spend at least i don't know 38 or 52 minutes with you uh in some kind of audio quality i don't know what's going on over there and then my reset everything my cameras for a Wendell chuck everything in the bin and start again tomorrow (laughs) uh we'll be back with more of your feedback tomorrow uh keep it coming feedback at ami.ca call us on one eight seven seven 803 we'll continue your feedback and we're talking with lenovo tomorrow